0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is a peculiar day in the church calendar, isn't it? It's called the circumcision in the name of Jesus. It is, of course, the eighth day of Christmas. January 1st is the eighth day of Christmas every year, since Christmas is always December 25th. And while some, some people are singing today about today as being the day in which eight maids are milking and other peoples are treating it as New Year's Day, the church treats it as the circumcision in name of Jesus. Of course, we know from the Old Testament that a covenant son of Israel was to be circumcised on the eighth day after his birth and also given his name, as we saw, of course, a few weeks ago with Zechariah. It was eight days later that John the Baptist was given his name. The sign of circumcision was given to Moses after it was given to Abraham, the patriarch. Israel practiced it. It was a sign that they were God's people, and today we could talk about these things. We could talk about how Jesus, even as a young infant, was keeping the law in our stead, the ceremonial law of Israel. We could talk about how his blood was even spilt there, already at eight days old, in his quest to save humanity. But we're going to focus on another aspect smacked this year of the holiday, of the feast day, And that is the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ is not our Savior's first and last name. Now, we already know that here, but you'd be surprised to some people think that that is the case. Of course, it didn't work that way in the old world. His name would have been Jesus of Nazareth or Jesus, son of Joseph. And we talked about a couple of weeks ago, we kind of operate that way too. Where if somebody even doesn't know your last name or make the connection right away, you start to give the family connections. So if nobody knows who, let's just pick on him, Owen Swartz is, Owen could say, well, my dad is Ryan Swartz. Or if that didn't work, he's like, well, my grandpa is Murray Schomburg. And then everyone says, ah, or "Oh," <laughs> one of the two. But no, Jesus Christ is not his first and last name. Jesus Christ is his given name and his title. Okay? And while today is only about the given name, the name Jesus part of it, we're still going to look at both in turn. First, his title, Christ. Christ is a transliteration. It's a big word, but I'll explain what it means. It's a transliteration of his word of the word Christos in Greek, okay? In the Greek language, which is what the New Testament was written in, Christos is Christ, or Messiah, or anointed. You all know what a transliteration is already, so think of it this way. A lot of these Hebrew towns and names have a meaning in Hebrew, but we don't translate them into English, we transliterate them. So the town where Jesus was born in Hebrew is Bethlehem, which literally means house of bread. But we don't translate the name Bethlehem and say Jesus was born in House of Bread. We say he was born in Bethlehem, a transliteration of the Hebrew into the English. And of course, Christos, by the way, just so you know, and I can explain a few things, I don't think we have it up on any of our pyramids now, uh, but sometimes you'll see an X and a P over each other in our church art, and there might be one over there, yeah, hanging over there by the Swartzes, near Owen Swartz, son of Ryan, grandson of Murray. And that is the first two letters of Christos, or Christ in Greek. The X is the K sound, and the P is the R sound. And whenever you see that, that's just the first two letters of that, a monogram. But at any rate, like I said, Christos is, Greek for Hebrew, Messiah, messiah, and it means anointed. That's what his title is. And of course, we know that the promised Messiah, the anointed one of God, was a running theme of Israel, Everybody in the Old Testament was on the lookout. This guy was going to come and he was going to save the world and so forth. Friend and foe alike were looking for Messiah. The foes, as we found out, just didn't like that Jesus didn't fit their particular criteria for him. But regardless of the language and regardless of the side people fell on, Messiah was to be except- expected. The Christ was to be expected. And as foretold... As Christ to Zechariah, Jesus was also anointed as Christ at his baptism. He was revealed to be the Christ at his transfiguration when the Father's voice boomed from heaven. This is my son, listen to him, and he shone with glory, and he was vindicated as the Christ at Easter. There can be no doubt that this Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God. And that brings us to the actual aspect of today that we should be looking at, the name Jesus. Like Christ, Jesus is another transliteration from a word from Greek. Jesus is simply our English transliteration of Greek, Jesus, which is the Greek for the Hebrew word, the Hebrew name, Yeshua, which we would then transliterate as Joshua. So it's kind of confusing. We have Jesus and Joshua, which are the same name, but one is taking it from Hebrew, one's taking it from Greek, and don't worry, there's not going to be a quiz on this stuff. I'm just kind of dumping information on you. It's a week after Christmas. Give me a break. Um, But no, another thing what you'll see in sanctuaries is the three letters, the English letters, or they look like English letters, I-H-S. Well, those are not really English letters. Those are the first three letters of Jesus or Jesus in Greek. Um, I've heard different explanations for that about what it stands for. It doesn't stand for anything but... The first three letters of Jesus in Greek, so just so you can remember that at least. But we know why he was named Jesus. Joseph and Mary didn't find a book in Bethlehem of popular baby names at the time. They scrolled through it. They kind of went back and forth like we do now, saying, I like this name. Well, I can do that one. No, that's not how it happened, of course. Gabriel, when he visited Mary and told her that she would bear the Christ, said, you will name him Jesus. And Joseph, when he was visited, likewise by the angel, said, you will have a son, he will be named Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. You see, Hebrew names, as I talked about a little bit ago, and we probably already knew, Hebrew names mean something. There is loaded meaning in these names, like an explanation. Our names are just kind of what they are, but Hebrew names actually had a definition to them. So Nathan, for instance... That means gift of God in Hebrew. Nathan means gift of God. Abraham means father of many, or Abram before means exalted father. And you get the idea. All of these Hebrew names in the Old Testament, even the hard-to-pronounce ones, or especially the hard-to-pronounce ones, have a definition to them. And Jesus is no different, Yeshua. It means he saves, or the Lord saves. Of course, God's son, the Messiah, could have been named absolutely anything. He could have been named any name that didn't have a meaning. He'd still been what he was, but the Lord knows that it helps to have that name to teach what is going on. God wanted to reveal in his name from the very beginning what he was born to do, to save God's people. And as God willed it, so it was. Jesus was born on the day we now celebrate is Christmas and the babe who was the Christ of God was given the name at his circumcision, Jesus. He was titled for what he was and he was named by his parents for what he would do. So, as you remember his name and as you remember this year and every other year what it means, I want you to remember the name also, in closing, that he has given you. His name is important, but... It's important for us because we get to share in it as well. You are a Christian. You bear the name of the Christ. And you belong to the same Jesus, the anointed one, the one who is named Jesus because he saves his people from his sins. And the name that you call upon when you pray, praise, and give thanks, the name that you worship publicly when you come here to this gathering, the name Jesus, and the name of the one that you receive in this supper, is giving you exactly what he has called, the Lord's salvation. Amen.